Hi, welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. Breathe, just breathe. It is April 1st, which is classified as April Fool's Day. However, um, I figured under the predicament that we're in in a pandemic, no one is pulling any tricks or wool over anybody's eyes. At least one would hope, because ain't nobody got time. And if there was any tricks to be pulled, I would hope they would be like, okay, um, so we just was playing. <laughs> it's not really a pandemic, you know. Um, go back to business as usual. But that's not the case. And it's weird because you could talk to anybody um, see anyone and we all got the information we all got the memo you know whether or not people are acting like they have it or not everyone has the memo we know that this is happening and people who I haven't spoke to in a while and um, just checking up on each other and seeing how we're family and all of this you know have their own thoughts and conspiracy theories as to what's going on um, I realized there are a lot of um, prayer visuals and prayer groups that's happening. And, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing, you know, because it's just bringing people together and helping us to, you know, I guess beseech our own hearts to be sure that we're right and beseeching God's heart and his mercy. And again, I cannot stress enough that regardless of where it came from or how it began or why it exists you know my only assurance and thoughts are that only God can fix this only God can fix this and so we just continue to pray and um I guess what it says hope for the best prepare for the worst however you able to do that because this you know is just minimum preparation that you can do in certain instances, you know, it is just waiting, you know, and um, hoping for, you know, I don't know that, you know, things will work itself out somehow and that we would feel better on the other side. I understand that, you know, some people are already, you know, trying to count people out, but you can't count people out when they have God and God is with them, and they have faith, and they have hope, you know, um, and the enemy would want us to, you know, devour one another, and to be frightened and scared, I got a phone call today, and, you know, somebody was really, um, frightened, and not that none of us, or any of us, or some of us haven't felt fright, or been frightened, but I had, you know, spoken about, you know, the level of fear and the type of fear that's healthy as opposed to a tormenting, um, shaking in your boots fear. And so, um, I'm honored that someone would even consider calling me to, um, speak to me about how they felt, you know, and I pray and I hope that when the conversation was over that they felt better haven't had spoke with me, you know, but again, to God be all the glory, you know, at the end of the day, because we are supposed to be able to 
talk people off the ledge and to help people get clarity and to help them to, you know, be better suited for life and life happenstances if possible, you know. Um, and so that was, you know, interesting. I um, watched a musical today and um, it was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And I um, recall it as a young girl, but now, you know, as an older person, when you look at certain things, you always, I know for me, I'm always trying to look for, like, you know, the meaning behind it and what it actually um, dealt with and what was the premise behind it and, you know, what um, was the overall message. And, you know, one thing is that that I saw out of it is that, you know, you are uniquely and you are uniquely fashioned and you have your dreams and you have your um, gifts and your talents and they will make room for you. You know, the word declares that, that your gifts will make room for you and that how you have to keep at it and you have to believe in yourself even when other people, you know, try not to support you or think that you're foolish or clown you or even when your inventions and your stuff don't work. <laughs> you know, I think about um, one of my comedians that I like and it's like, you know, you keep trying, you keep trying, you keep trying, <laughs> you keep trying, you know, and all you just need is that one moment, you know, that one moment. And I know even in this um, time, of um, life and of season and of year, it seems really like why even, but we can't stop believing that, you know, the sun is going to shine on the other side of this, that, you know, victory is going to be. And the one thing that we spoke about when we first started is that not having idle time doing this. I do think that it's a time to rest, you know, and to get rest and to relax. I do agree with, you know, enjoying your family and your friends and stuff like that, but I also um, would agree in, you know, taking those thoughts and those ideas off the shelf and, you know, researching and refurbishing things in order to um, have them materialize in this time because there's still inventions to be made. There's still things that people would want to see. And, you know, no one can do it like you can do it. No one can say it like you can say it. No one can give it like you can give it. And let me make sure before I even continue to be sure that I'm recording. <laughs> you know, no one can um, put it out there like you can put it out there. And um, it's being confident, you know, in your abilities and who you are and who you were made to be. And I don't know, you know, it is a real, um, surreal time. It is, you know, and so even in today, like I'm saying, ain't nobody playing no jokes. <laughs> like what? No, um, a little banter and laughter and, you know, making sure, you know, trying to be, take it light is a good way to look at it at the end of the day though we know that it's really a serious real serious time and um I think that's important for us to look at but also you know knowing that even in this time life still goes on you know and 
we hope to see it. We pray to see it. We prepare to see it. You know, and so at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, that we've, you know, fared better having, you know, looked into certain things and, you know, did certain things that would help us to get through the day. You know, even uh, I know people doing puzzles now, you know, painting pictures, writing songs, writing poems, um, you know, just doing things that exercise and you know we said after this we don't want to be sitting you had them sitting in the house eating 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 <laughs> and not working out and eating and eating eating just finding something to, a morsel of food just to put in your mouth because you have to you doing something it's something to do um and so thinking about that and um again just really praying just really praying beseeching God and wanting to hear from him as to you know how we fit and keeping your mind because yeah it is it, it can be you know a little um disturbing you know when you look at the statistics and you look at the numbers and stuff and hearing all the information that's out there and when it's going to peak and then you hearing you know the days that you want to be sitting in the house or you know essentials and you know, that's predicated on who you are, what's essential to you, what's essential not. But we already know there's just a, you know, a list of what's considered essential. And um, wanting to, you know, be, again, civilly obedient and wanting to, you know, respect the principles and the, the laws and the policies that's been implemented and put in place, you know, um, just so you can feel better again on the other side. And then I know um, in regards to, you know, finances and stuff like that, and, you know, you have people fortunate that, you know, even through all of this, they not, you know, there's nothing shaken from them. You know, there's nothing that has been removed from them. You know, their income, everything is still the same. And then you have people who is not. You understand what I mean? And, you know, it's just, that's just what it is. And understanding that, you know, still too, God will take care because he knew before this was even going to happen that it was going to happen. And, you know, he was able to provide and able to take care and able to, you know, God through it. And so, you know, you have to take it with a grain of salt. And then, you know, it's too late to choose careers now. <laughs> it is what it is. You know what I mean? And so, and that's the thing, like, you know, if you didn't get certain things, that's just it, you know. And then I was thinking, it could be worse. It's, it always could be worse, you know. Um, I remember times of blackouts, you know, so praying that there's no blackouts, praying that, you know, the internet doesn't go down, praying that, you know, the phones don't go down, you know, to make it more uncomfortable as it seems to be right now, you know. I thought about... Um, and I know, I think I spoke about this one yesterday, even if not on a podcast, I spoke about it with somebody in regards to, you know, the people of Israel that how, you know, someone was brought to bring them out, which was Moses and the people like he provided them manna from heaven as the story would um, explain. And after a while, they, you know, it wasn't enough for them. And then they wanted more. So then he gave them quail. You know, he even turned the water to sweet. You know, and it's just a 11-day, 6 to 11-day trip, you know, end up taking 40 years. 
because he said they went into his rest because of their unbelief and the fact that they murmured and complained and then even when the leader went away because God's clearly said have no other God before me which you know people have totally done in so many different instances and you know when Moses went to the mountain and and the and the movie should be coming up soon so if you get a chance watch the Ten Commandments with Charleston Heston I believe it is and um so yeah so when he um I mean faithfully they show it every year but you know it's a different year now it's a different day so I don't know if they gonna have it on television or not normally on ABC but um anyway so the people murmured and complained and when Moses went to the mountain and came back that you know the people had created a calf a golden calf and you know, they were just dancing and being wild and, you know, promiscuous and doing the most, you know. And again, I can't stress how much it is for us to be, you know, really still and just waiting um, for deliverance, waiting for healing, waiting for, you know, the um, cure, if you will, to um, come upon us. And again, you know, we we can look to men and please don't get me wrong, because God made us and he made humankind, he made mankind. He had Adam name all the animals. So Adam's was, Adam was very, very bright. And Adam is the concept of man. And so man has a lot of ingenuity. Um, thus the airplane, thus the automobile, you know, thus the building, the bridges, the the trains, you know, they've done everything. You know what I'm saying? And capable of doing so much more. However, you know, at the same time, Man is also capable of self-destructing and causing destruction. And so we have to be able to balance it in a way of understanding that, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, we have to be looking for a higher being, a higher power, a greater strength in order to help man to navigate through this. And that's just, you know, my thought about it. You know, um, it's just how I perceive it you know it says trust not in horses and trust not in chariots and it's so funny because you know men get slighted or feel slighted when you talk about God is greater than them you know it's like uh he created you yeah you know or they feel like you being you know stuck up or you being some kind of way when you're not you know looking at them as opposed to looking to God and it's like we, you know, then if we make them our God, they have a tendency to let us down. You know, they have a tendency to manipulate and lie and, you know, do all this stuff and enslave and imprison us, you know, as opposed to looking to God who can, hallelujah, you know, help us. It does say that the king's heart is in God's hands, you know, and he can move in any kind of way he wants. If you think about even with the people of Israel, it says that God is the one who hardened Pharaoh's heart because prior to then, he was going to let the people go. You know, at some point he was, and then he decided not to, and whatever, watch the movie if you don't want to read the book. Um, but, you know, even though the movie never actually goes in correlation, straight correlation with the book. You understand what I'm saying? It's always like a paraphrase. And that's both basically any book that you've read and watched a movie that has um, attempted to duplicate the book. So, um, 
you know, it's, it's difficult. And I've struggled with that for a long time in, in marriage and relationships, you know, sitting under people, having, you know, bosses, you know, and at what point do you, you know, look to God as opposed to looking to man. And most of the time we look to men, we're always, um, if not always, hurt, you know, or displeased or, you know, slighted. And at the same time, he created them and he created us and we have a place in us. And so the question is, at the end of the day, you know, are we humble enough in our positions, you know, whether leadership, um, just in being creation to, to, to release and say, okay, God, you are ultimately in control of everything. You know, I, I thank God that we've had examples of men who did not try to be God, you know what I mean? And that would beseech God and be before God and, you know, ask for direction for the people of God. There are people that exist that way, that they're not taking the whole onus on themselves and becoming totalitarians and becoming dictators and, you know, becoming these rulers that, you know, are hardened, you know, with people. And again, you know, even with the king's heart, the you um the king's heart in his hands, or what it says, um, life and death is in the power of the tongue. And we minister that and we preach that about what we say as individuals. But I heard a minister say that because the king at the time, if he said off with your head, <laughs> it was off with your head, you know what I mean? And so, um, learning the context and um, how it works. And, you know, again, you think about Daniel in the lion's den, that, you know, he was placed in the lion's den. And because he prayed to God, the king put him in there because, you know, people was hating on him or whatever. And the king had to honor his oath and he put him in the lion's den. But God is the one who stayed him. God is the one who did not allow the lions to eat him up. You understand what I'm saying? And because of that, the king ended up serving the God of Daniel. You know what I mean? And so I think about that. And now for the believer, you know, this is where the rubber hits the road. Where it's like, okay, do you really believe in this God that you pray to the God that you serve, the one that you go to Sunday after Sunday, the one that you tie to, the one that you give offerings to, the ones that, the one that you sing the songs to, the one that, you know, you celebrate the Palm Sunday, the one that you celebrate Easter resurrection, you know, do we really believe that God, do we really believe that he's God, you know, or has it just been something that we do because it does distinguish us from others. You know, it gives us a sense of morality. It gives us a sense of notoriety. You know, um, it gives us a sense of cleanliness, you know, of godliness because we practice these things and we say these things. And now it's like we have to live it. You know, we really, really have to live it. And it's not as easy as one would seem because, again, the person who called me today I perceive them to be a believer. So to act like if, you know, and even when I was going through stuff, I have been tormented for a while. And, you know, I'm crying out and I'm going to people and I'm like, help me. And they not understanding, like, 
why and it's like there's a spirit of torment that was around you understand what I mean and people it was just like a strange phenomenon and it's like how is that strange when it says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and high places you know when it says count it you know count it I can't think of it right now but you know count it not strange when you you know fall into these things you know when these things happen and so as the believer there are um there's a spiritual warfare that we have you know there's things that's out there trying to um switch you trying to change you trying to grab you out of the hands of God which thank God it says whatever is in God's hands you can't take them out but there's things out there and so um for us to act like it's not you know what I'm saying? And for the people who supposed to believe and supposed to know and supposed to practice to act like it's strange and not be able to help you combat those things that are coming up against you, whether on any level, you know what I'm saying? Because there's certain things that is not the will of God for your life. You understand what I mean? And even when stuff like this happens for the believer in and of itself, it's strange because we know that God said, you know, certain things to us. You know, he says certain things that, so we hold on to those things and we're not supposed to be fearful. How many times that when the angel appears to the people of God and when he's talking to them, he's like, fear, fear not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fear not because he knows the the initial response out of something, a phenomena or something strange or something crazy or something deadly, you know, you're going to automatically have some level of fear. And then someone has to come and say, no, 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 no. Don't be afraid. You know, it's something, it's like it's not unto death. You understand what I mean? And so I, I want to encourage myself on tonight and encourage you on tonight, you know, um, to be even more encouraged, you know, and to and and don't be fooled. You know what I mean? Don't be fooled. You know, God is not mocked and whatever we sow, we shall reap. So if we sow in faith and if we believe in faith and if we hold on in faith, if we trust in faith, if we lean towards faith, we shall reap, you know, a harvest of manifestations of that in which we believe. And that's my hope. You understand what I mean? And I feel like, you know, people are having a conversation, you know, about God. And whether or not, you know, he's responsible, if you will. But I feel like he has allowed it to happen. And, you know, I told somebody today and thinking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, which is one of my, you know, infamous, famous stories that I love. And it is at the end of the day, you know, when they were in that fiery furnace, also um, designated by a king. You know, God said, you know, they said, you know, that their God would deliver and if he doesn't, we know that he's able to do it. And so, you know, we find, we, we constantly in that place of, you know, God show up for us, show up for us. I know I, I, I seem to stay in that place. Lord have mercy, Jesus. 
Lord have mercy, <laughs> Lord have mercy, Jesus. You know, God show up for us, you know, and again, not solely just for Kim, you know, because I know there's a lot of people in this world right now that, you know, have questions and, you know, want answers and have a level of insecurities and, you know, um, wanting to heal and just came from a storm, you know what I mean? Just just got out of a storm, just finished, just still was cleaning up the debris, you know, before another storm came, my goodness, my God. And yet, and still, we're called to trust him, we're called to lean on him, we're called to depend on him, you know, we're called to call on him, to pray, you know, and, I, and it was confirmed, you know, it says that men should always pray and not faint, you know, um... And again, so I don't take it lightly in in the prayer services and the prayer meetings and stuff, you know. And again, it doesn't matter what we didn't do at this point because it's no going back. And what we do now is what's important. You understand what I mean? And that's what I do love about God. I love that he does give us opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. You know, it says forgive seven times 70, like you continuously forgiving. And that's the merciful God that he is. Now, please do not get me wrong. Hallelujah. He's a just God. He's a holy God. And therefore, there's just certain things he's just not going to tolerate it's just not you know even when he sent Jonah to Nineveh you know it was like their sins have come before me go and tell them you know and of course Jonah didn't want to go you know blah 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 the story is he ended up in the belly of the well you know they had to throw him off the ship or he asked to be thrown off the ship and you know he ended up in the belly of the well and then the, he prayed and then the, you know the well regurgitated him on land and then he went to Nineveh and then when he went to Nineveh it's in the Bible he went to Nineveh and then they um repented at that moment in that time and the one thing that you know always sticks with us and sticks with me when you read the scriptures and you think about how people had to speak on behalf of God or he allowed them to speak on behalf of God or even when they took the initiative to speak on behalf of God You know, most of the time, God is like, you cannot tell me what to do with my people. You can't tell me what to do with my creation. You can't tell me what to do with my child. And that's where it's like, I have no heaven or hell to put anybody in. Judgment is reserved for God and God alone. You know, um, I thought about how you know, the 40 days and the 40 nights with the flood. He chose that number. Yeah, so I'm saying, Noah, he asked Noah to do it. Noah did it, whatever. It says that the Lord remembered Noah and then got him off the ark. But prior to that, God is the one who chose the 40 days and the 40 nights to allow it to rain. So he chose the time when this will be over. Irrespective of the date that we have on our calendar and the dates that's being put out. And God bless y'all and thank you in advance, you know, um, our leaders. But he is going to choose the time 
when it's going to be over. And so it would behoove us, you know what I'm saying, to pray and to patiently wait, not murmuring, not complaining, not making it worse on ourselves, not, you know, putting people in harm's way or ourselves in harm's way. And I believe that if we do that, you know, graciously and mercifully, you know, that he will deal with us kindly, you know, gently. And at the end of the day, it is gentle because, again, you can look outside and it looks so beautiful. When you sit out, it's so tranquil. You know what I'm saying? It's not ravishing. It's not, you know, beastly. And I thank God for that. You know, um, one of the encouraging things that, you know, I thought about today, too, is, you know, music soothes the savage beast, you know, and, you know, putting on music and even instrumental music, you know, I encourage somebody with that today, you know, just putting on something because sometimes some people don't know how and I do apologize because, you know, some people do yoga, some people meditate, people do various things, you know, but that that's practice, right? It's, it's, it's practice and it's growing to that place. And so, you know, just for 10 minutes, you know, and then 10 minutes to turn to 15 minutes, 30 minutes, you know, an hour and so forth. And then it'll become a part of your, your life, you know, of taking time out to just be still in your spirit in order not to allow the enemy to get into your mind where, you know, he got you worried and got you scared about stuff because people would want you to be that way. The enemy would want you to be that way. And the devil is a lie. He's a lie, he's a lie, he's a lie. And so um, April Fool's Day, I believe, was um, a regular day. <laughs> April 1st. Ain't no fooling us. Imagine my face.